Welcome or welcome back to both sides of the barricade. We have a very special guest this week, Miss Renfer Short, aka Lauren. And she's a singer-songwriter signed to Interscope Records. She released her debut EP, Teenage Angst, earlier this year, which I love. It's one of my favorites. And um, she released three other singles since then, including Afterthoughts, which just came out. And it's on the Disney original movie soundtrack soundtrack for Clouds. Um, and she's featured in Coupe de Maine, Interview Magazine, V Magazine. She's all over. Um, if you'd like to say anything about yourself, go ahead. <laughs> uh, thank you. That was a good introduction. I'm Lauren, aka Ren for short. Um, I don't really know what to say about myself, but I make music. And I enjoy it. And I'm very happy to be here. Oh, thank you. So, yeah. So the first question is how we met. And we pretty much like we haven't met in person. Some of the other guests that I have, I've like seen them live, that kind of thing. I was supposed to see you live right before (laughs) quarantine. I was so sad. (laughs) But yeah, yeah, we kind of just met through social media. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, this is correct. Yes. Um, so how would you describe your relationship with your fans then? Because I mean, I'm a fan, but you're the rest of your fans. Yeah. So it's, it's like, it's the best, it's the best thing ever because it's like, it feels like it's just like a friend that's like super supportive because like your friends are all supportive to a certain extent. They're not like, you know, it's, it's like, you can't expect your friends to be like, fans of your music because like I don't know some of my friends like like primarily 70s music or like primarily like I'm like not sorry this light is really annoying I'm like not expecting you know my good friends to be like fans but I'm expecting them to you know like they're they're supportive but like with fans it's like most of the people that you know are fans of my music are around my age which is like super cool so there's kind of like this connection that we have because of that and it just makes it like it makes it very easy to connect with them yes yeah. you know like i'm fans of people as well and i understand like the the culture you know what i mean there's definitely like a culture behind it and i understand it so for sure yeah so would you like would you say that your fans are like very similar to you like other than music or like why is like you have a lot of things in common you talk to them like in dms or anything yeah yeah um i do um talk to a bunch of them um and like as much as i can you know because my dms are like a weird split of like just like creepy weird yeah you know and like sweet little girls and like sweet boys and whatever um so it's kind of you know I like to spare myself sometimes from like seeing the disgusting dms that I get yeah um but at like at the same time I like I don't know I have a lot of my like fans Mm -hmm. in my primary and I don't know like on on my instagram I have like a primary a general whatever so I keep a lot of them in primary so that I get notifications and like if there's like something or like someone that I know is just like creepy. Yeah. In general, because yeah. I just don't get notifications from them being like, oh, I'll trade your panties for feet. <laughs> like, no. Yes, the life of being a young woman on social media with a platform. <laughs> Love to see it. <laughs> um, so you said you can relate to, you know, fan culture as well. Can you like describe your relationship with music when you were growing up and like the artists that inspired you? Yeah. So um, when I was younger, my my parents were both really into music. Um, we they had us, you know, playing music, like taking lessons when we were really young, um, because it's kind of like my mom's my mom's family was very um, into music. My dad's family wasn't. Uh, um, it's just like weird culture, cultural difference, but, um, my mom's family really was. And so, um, she wanted her kids to like do the same thing. Um, my dad's also really into music now, like he can't really play music. Um, but we grew up like Sunday mornings, kind of like crawling into their bed and listening to records, like Bob Dylan records, Joni Mitchell records, like kind of like his old, he has like a crazy collection. Yeah. And we'd watch like concert 
tapes. Um, the big one was Amy Winehouse. Um, so we'd watch a lot of that. And then as I grew up, I kind of like, I had the ability to like kind of venture out on my own and like experience the music that I wanted to, or like that, that was, that I found. Yeah. And um, there was a bunch of people that I loved growing up, like, the, like, so I'm like a, I'm a Selena Gomez stan, like stan. Fair. She's like, literally like the only, or one of the only people that I would like literally do anything for. Mm-hmm. Um, but also like one of the, like probably the biggest musical inspiration for me that I found growing up was Jake Bug. And mm-hmm. um, I just like, that. like there was just something about his music that from a young age really like got me. Yeah. And, um I'm just like like I any day would drop anything to meet Selena Gomez yeah well you're label mates with her now aren't you no I know I'd literally do it'll happen it'll happen then I hope I hope make it happen (laughs) but once once someone's like oh yeah you can meet Jake Bug I'd be like no I don't want to oh yeah I don't want to jeopardize what like he's just music for me. He's yeah. just music for me, and I can't, I can't meet him because no. I don't want anything to change. No, that's true. I hear people say really that all the time. Does. Yeah, like it really does. Like it does change things if you meet someone and they're like complete twat. Like yeah, <laughs> you don't, you know, you don't like like you won't listen to their music anymore. I know. Even, it kind of like you lose something once. Yeah. You you know what I mean? Yeah. If you have like a weird experience with someone, like yeah. I think you're just like, mm, I don't know. Yeah. I like I can't listen to your music anymore. I'm so sorry. I'd love to yeah. support. You, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> no, like that. That's even happened to me before. Like it wasn't even like a bad experience. It was just like I, I ran into someone at a festival. I won't say who because <laughs> blah blah blah. But like I ran into like an artist that I liked at a festival, and they were just like odd to me. Like I don't know. Like I think it was just I I was in like a. Uh, more like exclusive section they had like a front row like section and I bought like a pass to be front row um just because I wanted to see like Travis Scott up close for no reason yeah. I, I didn't want to get in like the way, yeah I didn't want to get in the way of like all the like he has insane fans so yeah. I was like I don't want to deal with that so I was there with a couple friends and like I saw someone in that area as well and I like went up to them and I was like oh my god like hi I saw your set um earlier and I think they were upset that there weren't that many people at their set. And I, and they, so they were kind of like, oh, well, you don't need that front row pass for me. Like, I was just like, mm, that's a little weird. <laughs> so it was just like, I think they were just having a bad day and I can totally get that. So like, I didn't, you know, take it personally by any means, but I can totally understand what you mean where I was like, ooh, I was a little put off for a second. Yeah. Cause I was like, oh, they don't want to talk to me. <laughs> I'm going to. That's like one of my like one of my biggest fears is that like my sense of humor is not funny to a lot of people. I'm like very my sense of humor is very like do you know it, it's like very it's kind of like very sarcastic, but yeah. It's also just like kind of like it's just all a joke. It's all yeah. a joke. I'm like, oh there's like I'm just I'm the best. Like yeah. I'm the best. Like <laughs> like no like self-deprecating, but like yes, yeah. If you hear it, it's like no. So I always, I have to be careful around other people so that I don't sound like that because it's all this light is so fucking annoying. I'm sorry, <laughs> but like this light is. So oh my annoying. god! Don't worry about it. Don't worry. Um, oh, frick. <laughs> is that annoying? You like? It's really annoying me actually. To be oh careful. my god! Yeah. Okay, <laughs> I'm going right here. Perfect. Please be right now. Um, so. I like the plant. Yeah. <laughs> ikea house plan which i don't but it came with airbnb so (laughs) um yeah so i that's like a big fear of mine but you can just tell when people are like just dicks like you know yeah it's like it's the the tea behind it all is that the people that are really assholes are the more like how does like B list or like C list? Yeah. And the reason like why they're not at A list because they're all so talented. Not all of them, but a lot of them are so talented. Yeah. And they can't be there because they're not likable. Like they're yeah. just nice people. No, so that's true. It's hard to like support people who aren't you know dope. Yeah. Or, like, at the least bit, like fine. Yeah. You know? So. Well- 
and as I as I like when I was a kid and I was on like Tumblr looking at um like artists and they were so like unattainable at that time like I didn't even think about it I wasn't like watching interviews and being like oh I don't like how they act like whatever I was just like it was just the music like you said and so now that I'm older and I'm like more in that realm and I meet a lot more artists I'm like oh they're just normal I mean for me it's like they're normal people because I really haven't had many like bad experiences but I mean it's definitely true like it kind of takes away that like unattainable sense because when you're talking to them it's like oh they're just another person which is good a lot of the time but I know what you mean like it can definitely ruin their music or kind of like taint it in a way for sure yeah a hundred percent and there's people that I've met that have been literally the nicest people like on the planet that I like wasn't that much of a fan of before yeah like become such a huge fan of them because they're just like caring and like good people so it's not you know it's, that's the best like have you met anyone like like artist wise that you were a fan of that like was so nice like you had like a great experience with oh yeah yeah um like that like one of the nicest people like okay machine gun kelly is literally one of the nicest people ever he seems really nice like i've watched he, his interviews he just looks so nice so nice like he's very intimidating because you know the tattoos he's really tall yeah Um, (laughs) but I shit you not he's literally one of the nicest people I've like like, he was very nice and he was very like just like caring you know what I mean yeah have you have you seen the dirt that movie that he's in yeah. yeah I'm literally like I'm not kidding I think I watched it like six times within like the first like month it came out I was obsessed for no reason like (laughs) yep 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 (laughs) really nice person we're just super dope oh my god my friends are gonna be like you brought up the dirt like because I'm like so obsessed with that movie and they're gonna be like how did you find a way to bring that up (laughs) it was it was was relevant it was relevant you're good oh I guess like okay then we'll talk about like how you got discovered and signed as an artist because were you writing music I'm sure and like putting it up before you got discovered or did you kind of just fall into that so I have like a very kind of, it's like it's weird how everything fell into place yeah so like my dad's really good friend worked so there's this big like Canadian um media company um it would be like um kind of like AT&T in the states mm-hmm. or like do you guys have TELUS doesn't sound familiar okay no yeah. I get confused okay so like AT&T in the states I guess that's the only one I know yeah um but here it's called bell and um he worked at bell he made like he worked on like short films and stuff or like oh, film cool. whatever um and so my management worked under bell as well um but they were on the music side and they had like this kind of creative incubator thing so it was like studios and writing rooms and just like kind of you know but they were art- like artist managers Um, so he knew them through that and, um, I was making music at this point, but, um, I was like 13 and I didn't know like anything, like I didn't know what I was doing in the slightest. Me, like it was me and my mom and neither of us what we were doing. Um, so I had made a bunch of music, um, but it, it wasn't, it wasn't right for me. It was very like bubblegum, poppy, like straight up the middle, like not what, you know, I wanted even at that age. Yeah. So my dad's friend introduced me to my managers, Riley and Chris, just kind of like for them to assess what I was doing and give me some help, like putting shit on like Apple and Spotify, whatever. And then it kind of ended up that they were just like helping me. So they just helped me. And for like two years from that point, I had like, I didn't put a song out. I was just working on finding what I wanted my sound to be. Um, And then the first song I put out two years after that, I was, or yeah, I guess it was, yeah, I was 16. So probably started working them when I was 14, um, was Waves. Yeah. And um, that song I was like, yeah, this is kind of like what I want to do, I think. And then you never, 
you never, it takes a long time to find what you want to do. Yeah. And so after that was when, um, like labels started reaching out to me the first song. And at that point it was obviously like less, um, less, less um like legit conversations like yeah. it was like i like this song but i've i only had one song out so like what you know what do you like can't really you know tell anything from yeah. that um and then a little bit later i was supposed to put out a song and I, and then i we wrote mind games and i was like i know i like this song i want to put it out and everyone was like you can't just say you want to put a song out three weeks before we have to, you know, get it, like, b- before it's supposed to be out, because it takes two weeks to, like, yeah. stir through the system, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I don't give a fuck, push it back, like, <laughs> what I want. And um, that song ended up, like, doing pretty well for, yeah. like, at the beginning of my, um, my career. And so um, the labels all came back, and then you know, I had a bunch of conversations with a bunch of different places and oh my God, it was a long process. It was a long process. Like think about how like I, like I started the conversations after waves and made my decision right before, like I put out IDC, which I, I want, I just want to check the timeline because that's like a long ass time. And yeah. I don't like, I don't know. It's like that. I don't know. Ugh, my fucking Wi Fi is blocked. Okay, <laughs> never mind. But it was like, it took a long time. But like, easily over, would you say like over a year? Yeah. Pro- yeah. Yeah. Probably, yeah. Something like that. It's just really hard to like, to know because all these places have like big artists and yeah. like cool shit going on, but you don't really know. Um, but there's something that like kept pulling me towards Interscope. I was like, yeah. this is cool. Yeah. Like, like I'm saying, it's cool. Like most, like I love, like their roster is artists well, that I love. Yeah, same. Like, and I was like that, you know, and there's so much creative freedom and like, they honestly don't give a fuck about like, you know, how you like, they, they don't restrict anything you yeah. do. They're just like, let me help you. And that's huge. Cause like other yeah. labels I hear, they'll be like, you have to dye your hair this color. You like can't. Yeah. And I've like had that experience, that experience with other places. And like, because I've like, I've spoken to a bunch of labels and I like, I, it's like, this is uh this is, you have to do this, 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 blah, blah, blah. This is the exact thing you need to post with this exact blah, blah, blah. Yeah, like, that too. Like, I can't have that shit in my life because yeah. then who the fuck am I? Like, who am I? I'm yeah. not myself anymore. It's yeah. not. This isn't authentic. I'm yeah. not. I, I hate to sound like like an Interscope stand, but I, I do love Interscope, like, so much. Yeah. Like, their roster is insane. And, like, everything I read about them, like, I just think they're the coolest label. And yeah. so, like, and I, and I know, like, the artists love it there, too. It's, like, one of the only labels where I, like, hear artists being, like, no, I don't hate my label. Like, you know? Yeah. And, and so, like, I felt like, like, that's how I felt. Yeah. That everyone's so fucking dope here. Like, really cool people. And, like, yeah, yeah the roster, I was like, fuck, I love this roster. Like, yeah. These artists have, like, stayed, mm-hmm. you know, They've, like, renewed yeah. the contract, which is, like, kind of a big thing, you know? Because after a certain point, people are going to be like, here's $12 million. I don't actually know, but, like, that's <laughs> a ton of money. Yeah. But, like, like, no, I like it here. You know what I mean? Which is like oh, super. Dope. Yeah, that is amazing. Sounds yeah. like you made the right choice, which is good. Yeah, I feel I mean, like, I feel like yeah. I did. So, yeah, like I felt so bad because when quarantine started, it really felt like you were like about to take off. And I was like so mad because I, one, I wanted to see you. And I was just like, she just put out her EV, like, and now like we're quarantined. Like, thinking back on it, obviously we didn't know at that time, but looking back on it now, I'm like, no words. Like, it's going to be forever until like she gets to tour, which is so unfortunate. Like how did that really annoying? Yeah, so annoying. I just like, I just finished like I did like an Interscope showcase and then I uh, toured with Two Feet and I just gone back and I was like I'm so exhausted. I was out of school for like a month 
and I was like, I'm like so exhausted. And um, like literally I had a week at home and then through like my headliner shows. And I was like, oh, when quarantine happened, it was like, this is gonna be just two weeks. And I was like, okay, a two week break. Like I can fuck with that. Like yeah. fine with a two week break. And there's nothing I regret more now than wanting to rest. Yeah. Like, I know there's nothing I could have done, but like, it's one of the more unfortunate things that have, hap- that have happened in my career. Yes, uh, I'm sure many can say that. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, when my EP came out, I was like, I wasn't like, I remember that night and mm-hmm. I like just, I was kind of like very upset because of everything that had happened. And I felt like I put so much work into this project that like nothing really was gonna like come of it. Yeah. I fell asleep before the EP was released because it was like, (laughs) I'm like just too, I don't wanna, I don't wanna be awake when this happens. Oh. I'm so stressed about it. And fucking everyone called me and my mom ran into me and was like, why the fuck are you sleeping? Like, your EP's coming out finally. Like, what are you doing? And I was like, and I just started crying. And I was like, I don't want fucking, I'm mad. I'm sad. <laughs> I'm upset. Like, this isn't what I wanted for it. Like, yeah. Like, it's so long on it. I was just like kind of pissed. Yeah. Yeah, I felt like. Well, and I mean, people loved it. Like, I mean, everyone that I know who like listened to it, they were like, wait, this slaps. Because I think a lot of people are really into like the style that you have. It's not like pop, pop. It's like, it has those like rock influences, you know, and it has like an Avril Lavigne type, you know, sound, which people are really like wanting back. So I think you're like hitting that and people love the EP. Like, obviously I was sad that I could not see it live, but one day, <laughs> one day I will. Yes. Yeah. So, so what are, what are you looking forward to then when things do kind of hopefully come back soon? Like, not like soon, but eventually. Yeah. Live shows, dude. Like, yeah. It's so rude that the world gave me a taste of touring mm-hmm. live world. And then it was like, yeah, fuck you no more. <laughs> like that was annoying. That was yeah. so annoying. I, it's all I want back. It's literally like, there's not many things that are more fun than that. I know. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm really excited. Cause like once I graduate, like hopefully like I kind of want to do a little bit of everything. I don't really have like a specific, um, you know, section of the industry that I'm into, but, um, I definitely want to like go on a tour, whether I'm like as a, a road manager or just kind of like an assistant to the artist. Like, I don't really care what I'm doing. I just kind of want to experience that. No, that's just so fun. It's yeah. like so fire and it's, it's just like, Annoying that, like, as fun as it is to like go see a show, think of that like times 10. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, how does it compare to like going to shows and then being comparable? Yeah, comparable. Like, it's just like there's something so like fucked up about you being in a foreign country and people like knowing you and like, yeah, singing into like your shit. It's like weird. Yeah weird thing that's like it's just (laughs) so i i mean i'm assuming you'll have like possibly even like another ep or like project out before touring starts again but what are you looking forward to aside from touring even like what are you looking forward to once things come back um like, in, where do you envision your career going as an artist? I mean, I kind of already asked about looking yeah, at Yeah, no, I, like, yeah. I want everything to kind of move naturally. Like, mm-hmm. whatever happens, I can't, you know, force anyone to like my shit or, like, whatever. Yeah. So, you know, whatever happens, happens. And kind of keeping, like, just working as hard as I can. Yeah. Because that's all that's going to do it, you know? Um, so just working as hard as I can and making sure that, you know, I'm like still vibing and like around me still vibing and like, we're all, you know, feeling good about everything. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm excited to like not have to do zoom sessions anymore. Oh yeah. <laughs> Every artist I talk to, they're like, I hate Zoom sessions so much. They're so dreadful. Yeah. 
not a single person that likes them. So I don't understand why anyone does them. Yeah. Like, obviously I understand why, but like, why all the time? Yeah. Like, no one wants to do it. It's impossible to write a song over a Zoom session. Like, yeah. it's fucking hard. It takes like, like five hours, four or five hours to write a song. It's ridiculous. Yeah, no, the only thing I can compare that to is like my Zoom classes, which yeah. are not fun. <laughs> I don't enjoy them. I would just rather have everything like put online. I do the assignments on my own time and like send it back in. Like, I don't need to be sitting on Zoom and listening to a lecture. Yeah. That. But yeah, like at least that's only like max three hours. Yeah. It's like the Zoom sessions, you don't know when they're going to go. Like, yeah. so. It's so hard to fucking not be there anymore, but you can't. No. <laughs> because it's just, it's not that I don't like, I love sessions, I, but I love in person sessions. But Zoom sessions, for some reason, I don't like. Yeah. It's, I can't blame you. Yeah. It's, it's one of the fun things that's like made less fun by. Yeah, it doesn't feel as personal. Like even this, like I wish I could be doing this in person. You yeah. know, I might not be able to get every single person if they're on the West Coast, like in person. But it's unfortunate that I don't even have like the option because I, I feel so, like it's you don't get you yeah. don't actually understand like you don't know who the person is. Yeah, seeing yeah. seeing them in two dimensions, like you don't yeah. know. Who they are. <laughs> it actually, like makes a huge difference. It does. Yeah, especially writing like when you're writing such personal stuff, like. And you're like telling your life story online, or like you're yeah. someone. That, it's just, it's hard to get that like real authenticity when you're not yeah. in person explaining it to someone. Yeah. But what are you gonna do? Unfortunately, yeah. can't do anything. Yeah. So, I have some fan questions for you. Yeah. Um, the first one is, who would you most like to collaborate with? Oh. Uh, dream collab. Okay. Um. So, I know I said that I wouldn't want to like meet him or anything, but Jake Bugs on my dream collabs. Also, B, I like, yeah, I'm obsessed with. So, B is one of them. And then, um, like Dave Grohl and Flea from Red Hot Chili Peppers. I think that, like, that just like a fun bass, like, whatever, or like a Dave Grohl, you know, drums. Um, but those are like, kind of like my top also harry styles but i think those are for some interesting you know other reasons no i'm kidding yeah, I, don't, so. like, <laughs> I like literally just love his music yeah so. i mean wouldn't be able to blame you yeah all the way but <laughs> love him in this house um, <laughs> another one is how involved are you in the visual aspect of your music like videos and artwork Oh, I am, that's one of my favorite parts. So I am super involved. I, for the Afterthoughts video, it's not out yet, but I wrote the treatment for that. Um, I, and it's actually like it's a crazy video. It's like, I just shot it and it's fucking nuts. Um, I like all the like lyric videos, I find like kind of like small um, artists mm -hmm. to uh, draw up the video for me because like small artists I love like, that yeah supporting small artists is great yeah so that's like one thing that very it was harder to do for afterthoughts because it was such a short timeline so we had to do something else for that but for the most part that's what we do um yeah like I I have like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of mood boards on Pinterest like just of it every creative, every little creative thing you can think about. So very involved in the creative. It's one of my favorite parts. Yeah. I love that shit I eat, like love it. So. Yeah, that would be yeah. mine too, honestly. If I was an artist, I don't have musical ability, but if I was an artist, <laughs> that's what I would do. Cause, oh my God. Uh, yeah. I make, I make mood boards and vision boards just for fun. Like yeah. it's, it's so cute. fun. It's fun. It's really fun, so. Yeah, and then this is similar to like dream collab, but what would be your dream lineup for a show? Like two openers and a headline. I guess just like I don't even know if like they want. They're saying like if you were involved with it, but I guess you can take that either way. Like whether it's just three artists that you like or I do like a lineup of artists that I. So once again, I'm gonna do artists that I haven't seen before live, just because I feel like 
I'm just gonna do the people that I like really want to see. Yeah. So I've seen Beatles, so I'm not gonna say her for that reason. But um, I'd say probably Jake Bug again. Uh, sorry about that. <laughs> no um, problem. <laughs> um, um, probably. Uh, probably Mitski, and then um, yeah, and then Harry Styles. It's a good lineup. I would go. <laughs> Ever. Oh. I was supposed to, but we all know how that turned out. Yes. Well. <laughs> Amy's a queen I like got I had a big like Amy Winehouse kick like a while back and I was just I could not listen to anything else I watched the documentary again I I was just like obsessed I grew up on her my dad was like the biggest Amy Winehouse stand ever like he was literally like in love with her so I grew up like really with her yeah which was like awesome yeah, I don't think I've seen any of the artists that you named. I, I, well, I saw Mitski open for Lord, but it was, like, before I really, like, knew Mitski's music. So it was, like, I couldn't really appreciate it. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, Harry. I don't – I honestly don't know how I haven't seen Harry yet, but. is this Was that, like, a dead or alive question or alive? Because – Whatever you want. Like, just – Hey, let's just make it alive because I, I'm going to regret my answer if it was dead or alive. <laughs> okay. Alive. <laughs> um okay and then the last one from fans uh what is the best concert you've ever been to um in terms of experience and or and or stage presence (laughs) um so but you weren't expecting this one but um Selena Gomez I have my eyes out one of the best concerts ever the best concert I've ever been to though um, oh wait, Fleetwood Mac was really good, but that's not it. It was Tame Impala live at Budweiser. It was. So- I am so mad. I was supposed to see them this year too. Like they were playing Gov Ball, and I was like, oh my god, I finally get to see Tame Impala. Like I just know that their live show is insane. It was fucked up good. It was so good. It okay. My top like. For performance and like nostalgia purposes, mm-hmm. it was like the other good one I saw was like in that month. I saw both like the Tame Paul concert and KG Elephant in that month. I grew up like obsessed with KG Elephant. Elephant with like, KG. Fucking, I cried so many times. Yeah. So many times. It was also at Budweiser. There's something like, so Budweiser is like a stage in Toronto and it's an mm-hmm. outdoor stadium. And there's like a beach and then like an outdoor stadium. And there were thousands and thousands of people. Like I've never like ever seen wow. that many people. And because it goes, there's like a whole arena and then there's like a gr- like the whole grass field. So it's yeah. like, it's like fucking crazy. And I'm just like, was so emotional. And he came into the audience and he literally walked right by me. And I was like, okay, cool. Um, <laughs> like time to collapse. <laughs> but yeah, I cage the elephant too. I was supposed to see them at like Firefly, which is in like Delaware. Um, yeah. And I'm, I was so upset. There were, like, weirdly so many, like, nostalgic people playing that. Like, Group Love was playing, Neon Trees. I was like, no words. I missed out on, like, such, yeah. a, such a good, like, nostalgic lineup. But, yeah. again, whatever. It'll come back. Like, I just yeah. have to keep telling myself that. Yeah. Um, and then I have a couple questions that I thought of. So um, you're on a lot of up-and-coming, like, artist-to-watch type lists, uh, including mine uh who's who would you say is on yours because I noticed you follow a lot of like smaller artists that I follow as well yeah so I would say Chloe Lilac I like literally like yeah love her yeah just like an angel and she's like so talented and her music's so good um Ryan Woods who's like he only has two songs out right now but also a great person makes like in every single song he's ever played for me I'm like literally been like this is the best song yeah um, one moment <laughs> um <I'm> processing <laughs> yeah I'm like I'm, I'm I'm slow sometimes um my brain is like half asleep I think <laughs> so um you I think, like, Anna Sophia is a really good friend of mine, and she's, oh, like, yeah. talented. Yeah. Um, love her music. 
it's like up and coming that I, or even just like smaller artists oh that you like yeah i'm like thinking of people i'm like wait they're not that small um i would say fuck what's his name i was literally oh yeah uh curtis waters he um yeah he's super cool super cool um That's a good list. I don't and you yeah. know, like, have forgotten something. I know. I feel the same way. Like, when people ask me to recommend stuff, I'm like, uh, this one. And then I'm like, oh, my yeah. God, I should have said this, too. Like, but it happens. <laughs> if you think of any more, just let me know. Yeah. Um, okay. So another one, a lot of your songs capture a coming-of-age nostalgia, which is reminiscent of, like, 90s and 2000s films. And I was wondering if you had any movies that inspired your songwriting or image. I, I did read that Scott Pilgrim inspired one of yours, so. Yeah. So that was, like, more nostalgic. That was, like, that was my, um, that was, like, the first movie I remember seeing in theaters. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I don't, like... I can't remember. Oh, maybe it was Over the Hedge or something. I don't know. But I don't remember. the classic. I don't care. Yeah, period. <laughs> uh, there's just some, like, some sort of, like, like, I don't know, just, like, that coming of, like, like, Perks Being a Wallflower, like, Juno, like, the coming of age kind yeah. of, like, shit. But then there's also, like, I'm really into horror. Um, but I'm also into, like, uh, like, how would you describe it? Like fantasy horror? Like Guillermo del Toro? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's like, fantasy. Or like, I guess supernatural maybe in some ways. Yeah. But. It's like, it's more like kids horror, but it's still like, I don't, I don't even know. Like kind yeah. of supernatural. I don't fucking know. Do you have so, favorites? Like favorite horror movies? Yeah. I love horror. So. Yeah. Um, okay. So this is like kind of an unpopular opinion, but I love the Conjuring series. Oh, no. just- that one's really good. It's like, just well-made. Yeah. They're just well-made, which is so rare for, like, horror movies. Um, I, like... I, I, see, I wouldn't call this, like, a horror movie, but, like, Pan's Labyrinth. It's kind of, like... I whatever. love that movie. It is kind of, though. Like, it's yeah. definitely creepy. Like, yeah. I would say that's horror. Yeah, I went to the um, Guillermo del Toro exhibit at the AGO twice. and Or, like, three times. Like, a bunch of times. And be, just because they had all the, like, statues and shit from Pan's Labyrinth. And I was like, oh. sick. Um uh hmm, what else i i don't mind the insidiouses that much um i don't mind them yeah. i like they're not my favorite i like i can you know work with them yeah. but i also like like um like i like the saw movies I like yeah it's chainsaw massacre like but those aren't really like the horror like those are more like i classify those as, like thrillers for some yes reason. yeah that's true then there's also like zombie movies that I love, but I don't ca- I don't categorize those as zombie movies. Yeah. I mean horror movies because I don't know why. I like horror movies are just supernatural for me. Yeah. Like, I and like slasher movies are like slasher movies slash thrillers. You know. I like the classic ones. Like I've just been watching a ton because it's October and I have like a list that I'm getting through. I like like the classic horror movies. You know, like The Shining, The Exorcist, that kind yeah. of. Yeah. Oh, period. Yeah. 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 And then like the best horror movies that I've seen in the past like 10 years like new ones I mean like Ar- Ari Aster's like Hereditary and Midsommar oh okay they're classics okay. Like, okay hear me out Midsummer was so good like yeah. so good Hereditary I couldn't get through I like it I was so bored watching it oh my it's bored I know wow. I mean I just, like no I've only met like two other people that have felt the same way about that movie as yeah. me, like horror fans. I just couldn't get through it. Like, wow. I, like it's like, it's like very well made, like mm-hmm. high budget, like cinematography is like beautiful. Like yeah. it's all great, but I just couldn't get through it. That's crazy though, because I'm pretty, I think Midsummer might be longer. And like, I thought that that one was a little more spaced out, but like, I totally get it. Cause there's plenty of like, critically acclaimed movies or like independent films that I just like cannot do because they're yeah. too slow or boring yeah. I'm like I can't do it I can't but I love Ari Aster anything he makes I'm like I will buy 20 tickets oh yeah no he's great he yeah. really is great but oh, just hereditary gonna get through I'm so so sorry 
I'm so sorry. We'll we'll get we'll get another chance for it it one day. <laughs> I've tried I've tried twice. I'll try again. You know, maybe yeah. two times isn't enough. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So then I said like you looked so good in like your inner I I don't know if it was for interview but that photo shoot that you did with your hair like slick you looked amazing and I was wondering if you enjoyed photo shoots and like the the press aspect of being an artist because I know some people like hate interviews and photo shoots but I was wondering your thoughts on it okay so I like interviews because I'm so annoying and kind of like talking about myself (laughs) I don't like photo shoots I don't like photo shoots because I'm not comfortable in front of cameras. Like, I'm just no, not, that's fair. not, you know, I'm not like a model. I'm not like, that's not what I do. So it's just like, I make music. Yeah. So there's a lot of like other things that come along with being an artist that are like super weird for me yeah. because it's not what I've like, you know, been trained for. And like, they're like, uh, do like this with your body. Like for like the high fashion ones, like high fashion shoots, um, you have to like contort your body and shit. Yeah. They just make you look kind of weird, which is like, I understand it's like editorial, Mm -hmm. whatever, but like, I'm like, I don't get it. Like, what do you want me to do? I don't like this. Yeah, yeah. And like, you just have to like, make sure your posture's right. And you're like, I just, I don't like them. I don't like photo shoots. I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't (laughs) like that. Um, But yeah, the posing is weird. It seems like a long day. Like, it's it, such a long day. And then wow. they end up doing two photos. Yeah. That aren't even good of myself. Like, I'll look <laughs> bad in them because I can't even choose them. So, I'm like, yeah. I don't even freaking look good in that. Like, why? That's um, what I hate, not being able to Great paint. photos. Like, yeah. photographers, most of the time that have taken my photos are, like, extremely talented, like, obviously. But I just don't look good in them. So, I'm like, fuck. I spent the whole day doing this. Well, you obviously do look good because they picked those ones because you look good. And I just said you looked good. And no, like, oh. that, that photo is actually like. You don't, don't like it? Myself at all. Oh, no. It's great, though. Like, like, that's a good photo. I just do not like that photo of myself. Yeah, no, I'm too picky. I would not be happy. I'd be like, I have to pick them. Like, the fact that you can't pick is like, mm, that's a little yeah. too much control that I'm getting taken away. Yeah. Ooh, but yeah, no, I did not know that. And then, okay, and then to wrap up my questions, um, what is something good that has come out of quarantine for you personally? Because I, I know I'm very negative about it because I hate that I can't hear concerts, but I figured we'll have some positivity and like say something good. I don't know. I will try. Um, <laughs> I think that there's been a lot of innovation that I think is like in the music, like the artist world. Like I think that's gonna. S- stick around for a while unfortunately yeah. one of those things is zoom sessions unfortunately because no yeah. one did that before that was not a thing anyone ever did that was yeah. like just not existent um but there's also been like you know a lot more time I think for you know people to reflect and kind of you know change the system a bit so that it's you know more inclusive and yeah kind of just more friendly um because it's like been pretty fucked up for a while I think yeah so I think that that's like I think that's something that I you know a lot of people like big companies wouldn't have realized um without you know because they're just like when it's not it's just like kind of just like work 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 and they're not focused on anything else but you know kind of just being able to focus on that stuff I think has been you know a great you know thing for the music industry mm-hmm. and also just like not like I love traveling but like I'd normally be traveling a lot a yeah. lot um that's I think like I'd love to be traveling right now to be quite honest with you but I think it's also just like kind of excuse you <laughs> I think it's sorry I think it's eruption <laughs> I think it's also just like kind of yeah I feel I've lost my train of thought thank you um yeah. I know, yeah. what you know. So, not many great things have came out of it but I think that that's like one pretty good like very good thing actually yeah, yeah. I mean it's a little too much time to reflect for me but oh same. it like if it was if it was just like a month it would have been like, wow, that was a great reset. Everyone, let's go back to normal. Like, but this is just like, okay, time to wrap it up. Like, yeah. 
I'm done. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, it's just not it. So, yeah. But, okay, so if you have any questions for me as, like, a fan or music industry student, whatever, feel free to ask them. Other than that, that's pretty much all I have. But if you have anything to say, let me know. Um, so, you said you're in... That's so loud. <laughs> you said... You, okay, so you said you're in, you're doing music management, or sorry, what did you say? You're music doing, business. Music business. What do you see yourself doing? Like, what do you want to do? Like, so, you know. yeah, like, so my major is music industry, but I'm in like the business concentration. There's a tech concentration too for people who want to like produce and do like live sound, that kind of thing. But for me, I was definitely more of like, oh, I want to be a part of like, developing new artists and helping them grow and succeed so that's really like when I went in I wanted to do tour management everyone I talked to in tour management is like ah uh-uh, it's like a really stressful job and like you don't have a personal life and like that kind of thing which is something like I obviously I'm very career oriented so that doesn't really phase me but that being said like I think that I would do better if I was in like artist uh, development or creative like direction that kind of thing like I, I can do whatever um, I'll probably dabble in a lot of things, but I see myself definitely probably working in a label at some point and doing like artist development or maybe even A&R, that kind of thing. Is there like any place, like what's your like dream, you know, like spot like to work at? Like what, what's, what is your ideal, you know? I mean, generally, like I just want to work for artists that I like, that I'm like passionate about, that I see being like successful and passionate and kind like I definitely value like kindness and like ability like you were saying but in terms of a label like I have honestly I would say Interscope like just because I like I remember I think like the main thing that got me into that was like when Billie Eilish got signed there I started seeing like a lot more like about the label I don't know if it was just because I was like a big fan of Billie and but uh like I would see people who worked there like her management like I started talking to her managers at shows and things I started talking to like people from Interscope when they were at like showcases that she did or like other events like or when I was at festivals I would see people and I started to just like recognize the people from Interscope and I was like wow they're all so cool and I would love to like be involved in like a company like that because a lot of labels are very like kind of corrupt in some ways but I feel like Interscope is very like just cool and relevant and they stay like they know how to develop new artists which is something that I want to do so I guess I would say them if I had to pick like a label but otherwise like I'll just work with anyone if I like them like so that's it um yeah any other questions um it's okay if you don't have any more (laughs) I don't know for now. Yeah, that's perfectly fine. I'm really bad at asking questions. No, like, that's fine. Like I, I like don't warn people like what the outline is. So like if if they can't think of questions on the spot, like I'm not gonna get mad that they can't yeah. think of questions. So no worries about that. Yeah. Um, so now, uh, if you have any current favorite songs or albums or artists like that you've been listening to in the past couple weeks, just like on repeat, let me know. Yes, I need to check my phone so that. um um okay so like do you know always Mm -hmm. so like toronto or canadian i've been listening to them for a while but like a little more now yeah love them um sir chloe i don't like i don't know where she came from but like I really like her. Yeah. I think it's really cool. Um who else? Well and Beat the Doobie just put her album out. Oh yeah. I'm sure you're listening to that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so out of it. Um I know yeah. it just came out. I'm like it literally yeah. like but I've been like following the entire process. Oh like, yeah. I am obsessed with her speaking voice. Like so her funny. voice is so pretty. She's just so cute. I know. Oh, love her. Hi, Diva Doobie, if you're listening to this. (laughs) Hi, Beatrice. (laughs) Yeah, she's so cute. Uh, I love her. I literally am such a whore for her. I feel like I'm always like, (laughs) baby, baby. God, you guys would be like, like, 
a cute like friend like pair like i could totally see like pictures of you too like a dream that would be yeah that would be she's so cool yeah yeah. everything she does i love i've loved her for so long so yeah and i so if you're if the listeners are wondering about my current favorites because i always say like i i feel like i'm always listening to something new every week like on repeat because i like to drill things into the ground until i'm tired of it yeah Um, so it's always something new but I think this week, like, I don't know. I've been listening to, like, The Cure a lot this week. I love The Cure. And then my favorite album, Sasha Sloan just released, um, like, their album, Only Child, which I love. I love her songwriting, and her voice is really pretty. Yeah, she's, like, so, Love her. I saw her at Lollapalooza. She was great. Um, yeah. So, her, definitely. And then I think artist right now, like, favorite artist. I don't, like, I can't think of anyone new, new that I've been listening to, but... Like, I'm on a glass animals kick because I was doing, like, an event for my school and Dave from Glass Animals was there, like, at, and you could ask questions and things and they called on me. I was so nervous. I was like, oh, my God, like, I, <laughs> I'm scared. But I got to ask him about, like, Dreamland and, like, the production process yeah. for, like, some of the songs and, like, that was really sick and it made me, like, and he's so cool. Like, he was just so nice. And so I, it made me want to listen to Glass Animals like all the time. Cause it was, like, oh, exactly. See, there it is. That's it. Oh my God. Yeah. So, so dope. Definitely true. But I, and I've loved Glass Animals for a while, but I've just been listening to like a lot of their covers and things. Like his voice is just so yeah. pretty. Like I love it. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much it for me. Uh, if you'd like to plug your social media and music, like now is the time. Um, I'm Ren for short on everything except for TikTok, which you probably don't want to even see. Um, so I'm just going to leave that there. Run for short on everything. Um, I just put a new song out on Wednesday or a week ago today. Um, stay tuned for more stuff. Yes. I will definitely be doing that. Yes. If you haven't listened to Ren, why you should be <laughs> listening to Ren? Like, so go do that. And um, with that being said, this has been another episode of Both Sides of the Barricade. It's Both Sides of the Barricade on Instagram at BSOTBpod on Twitter, the acronym then pod. And then (laughs) you can subscribe to us on YouTube too. My Instagram and Twitter is JTaylorLDR. And this episode is available on Spotify and iTunes. You can watch it on YouTube. Follow, subscribe, like, download, rate, comment, all of that. And thank you so much for listening. Thank you, Ren, for being on. This was so fun. I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you. Your first podcast? Yeah. Wow. I'm honored. Okay. (laughs) Thank you so much, then. Um, So we'll see you guys in the next episode. Have a good week. Bye.